0: Vinny Rock Podcast! Hey, what's up, guys? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. I got my boy Travel with me today. We're going to talk some MMA motherfucking facts. But before we get to that, obviously, we're to get to the sponsors. Uh, let me hit them real quick. First, I'm super proud. Warfighter Tobacco—they've been doing so good. They're growing, and they're in Salt, uh, Excuse me, they're in San Antonio now. And uh, I'm excited for the future of that fucking company because the dudes work so fucking hard to make it. What it- have you smoked a cigar yet from there? I have not. Do you like smoking cigars? I do. Yeah. And you haven't had a Warfighter, dude. I wish I had one right now. I'd say go outside and smoke this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. They just started some Minuteman. Have you ever heard of, uh, a Minuteman? You know the the military reference of a Minuteman, right? It's an yeah. old mm-hmm. old term. That's correct but we just started making smaller cigars, almost like the size of a cigarette. So you can just, yeah, Yeah. so it's like, it's, it's something that Emilio Rivetta brought to my attention as well. Is like he likes smoking the smaller ones because he has time to smoke them, and that makes it for him to be able to sit down and enjoy a cigar at any time, not just like when you have an hour to smoke.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm pretty excited about those. You guys go check out Warfighter Tobacco. Go check out the New Minutemen. They're fucking amazing. Another one is Beyond Clothing. I am waiting for them to call me for the marketing because I want to go do. I'm supposed to go do some pictures with them. Have you tried Beyond Clothing yet?
1: No, I've heard about. I heard you mention it before.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to check them out, man. They're freaking awesome. You guys go check them out. Beyond Clothing is beyondclothing.com. Uh, it's an outdoor survival brand, right? It's it's expeditionary clothing system is really what they call it. Outdoor equipment store. You guys can go find what you need at Beyond Clothing. Seriously, the guys who run that business are fucking insanely awesome people. And so I always support companies with awesome, awesome people running it. Core Medical Group. You've already heard about them. Have you t- have you tried to check your your blood yet? Have you done it yet? No, I
1: need to. I was going to ask you about it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to send you the information. From my boy Mike. Mike's the dude. You just hit yeah. him up directly. I, I already know my stuff's so already I already out of. Oh, wreck. you're fucked. Guaranteed. We're yeah. all fucked. You know, I mean? when you get our age, it's just weird. And especially if you so got punched it. in the head once or twice. It's a downhill slide. That's it. Yeah. We're, we're all screwed. So if you want your if you want your junk to be working at full full force. If you want your body to be working at its freaking normal rate of speed, what it needs to, you guys need to hit up Core Medical Group, especially you veterans out there, anyone that has some traumatic, traumatic experiences, especially with a high under, a high level of stress in your life, you could potentially have a pituitary gland that is not producing the proper amount of hormone for you. Woo! I'm getting good at this shit, dude. I'm getting real good. You guys go <laughs> check out Core Medical Group, man. That's a freaking amazing company. If you guys can't find them, go check them out on Instagram at Core. Med H R T. Hit him a message. To let him know that Vin- Vinny Rock sent you. Vincent Vargas Rocco. Whatever the hell you want to call me. If you guys can't get a hold of them, you can hit me up directly, and I'll send you a link, or I'll send you a phone number to my boy. So you guys go check out Core Medical Group. I love the dudes. I'm actually going to set up an interview with one of the one of the one of the owners. Uh, his name is Eric Coleman. He was a football player for the New York Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Fucking awesome dude. Got to hang out with him. So I'm going to try and get a podcast with him. A Skype podcast with him here soon. Don't forget gmr gold have you looked into that yet
1: i have what'd you think it's kind of cool it's it's cool yeah
0: yeah i'm super pumped about it man i'm excited for my for this month this should be coming in here soon gmr gold you guys can check them out at gmrgold.com um i got some really cool silver pieces recently and this one uh it's a it's a silver piece it's a it's a copper piece excuse me and it says don't tread on me i think it's freaking super super ridiculously cool there's so many cool things about them that, that I've learned, and, and I love to learn new things. But about gold and silver, like my kids have been enjoying it. I keep telling people this. Like, my sons are super excited about it. Every time one comes, I let them open even open the package themselves.
1: Yeah, it's like treasure.
0: It's exactly. Like, it's, it's exactly what it is, dude. It's exactly it's like fucking treasure every time. You guys go check out GMR Gold. I love them. You should too. They also have the Bullion box $100, 200 $300. You guys can check them out. What else? Metal Force. Metaphors fit. You know, what's funny. It's because I had that surgery. I haven't been able to work out. I've actually just been approved to start working out. So now I need to get my ass in the gym. And here's the other thing. We're going to be filming soon with Rob Bailey. I'm a little embarrassed to be next to him. And I haven't even lifted a weight in fucking months. Well, I'll, I'll come stand with you. I, <laughs> I need
1: you to help me out yeah, here. I'll, I'll be
0: the buffer. My, inse- <laughs> my insecurities are going to be can, you can, way uh, high. You need that fat, ugly friend. You know, I'll stand there. <laughs> yeah. You're a big guy, though, dude. You're a huge guy. Like, like you're tall as much as you are big. You're just yeah. a big fucking bear. I like it. <laughs> you guys go check out Metal Force. Uh, they're the shakers that you guys can find. They have, you know, my favorite, obviously, I always talk about it. It's just the flag, the subdued flag as well as the thin blue line because you know I'm a supporter of our law enforcement out there. Go check out Metal Force, M-E-T-T-L-E, force.com. Check them out on Instagram, Metal Force Fits, and it's M-E-T-T-L-E, force fit on instagram sugar cups are great well dude you always need them yeah and at the same time this these are blender bottles so these are actually here from originally from salt lake city right yeah yeah and they're one of the most quality and well well well-known blender bottles out there so if you're going to go with quality, you might as well go with Metal Force.
1: The top secret one's my favorite because, you know, sometimes you open it up and you need a gas mask. To oh, see my God. It. When
0: you leave it in, like, your gym bag or yeah, you're fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. in your car. In my car, I always, on the on the pasture side floor is where I throw my, like, my protein shakes and my shakers. Right. That's the spot, dude. You open one you of those. Or if you it, accidentally yeah. pop one open while driving... Holy fuck, everyone's dead in the car. Explodes all over the inside <laughs> of your car. You've got protein. Yep. Like, you guys check out Perseverance Survival. They're the ones who have the wooby hoodies. Everyone asked me for these wooby hoodies. I'm telling you where to get them now. Perseverance Survival sells them. My favorite one right now is the tiger stripe, but my goal is to get that damn freaking coyote tan. Hint, hint perseverance survival send me a coyote tan 3xl thank you very much you guys go check them out you can check them out on instagram perseverance underscore survival i'll tag them in my next post so you guys check it out last but not least willy Peach chocolate damn i gotta get you the hot you like hot sauce no sons? no, it's so good i already had some you <laughs> had some? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, are not they good the, the fire pig man dude it, it's so good they have some good ones and dude he's such a fucking cool cat man me, me and him talk all the time we're starting We've been working on a recipe. He has, really. I've been telling him what I like, but he put together a recipe that is a, almost like a smoky salsa. It's oh, nice. a smoky hot sauce salsa kind of concept. It's really cool. We're working on the bottling right now. We got the pH levels where they need it to be so we can actually sell it. And so we're actually figuring this out. And soon, soon we'll I have. I think I tried the, the Hearts of Minds ones as well. It has the graham crackers in yes, it. Yes, that's a great one. The yeah. graham crackers almost, it's almost like a s'more. Yeah. A yeah s'more a s'more. S'more. Is it s'more or s'more? Sm- s'more. S'more. All right. Well, you guys check out willypeachchocolate.com, dot All right, man, we're done with these. I just wanna, I just wanna say, it is. Yeah, I hit all my sponsors. Legends Whiskey is always a sponsor as well, obviously because I'm one of the owners. You know, there's stuff I never talk about as a sponsorships that are just businesses that I own. Like, things I don't take, ever take, say. Take
1: your own stuff. You yeah, it. I never
0: talk. I should. I should talk beer, Beard.com. Beard.com. Love you, it. Don't yeah. forget Beard.com. That's yeah. out there. You guys can go check out uh, all kinds of different stuff. My favorite scent from there is Grandpappy's. Yeah, that's what I use. Is it? Yeah. yeah that's to me, is my favorite. Yeah, it's in my travel kit everywhere I go. That's a great yeah. one. I actually want to work on smaller bottles for travel. If, if is that been yeah. an issue for you yet? No. Uh-uh. Okay, good. I want to make sure it's not because it's something I've thought about. At the same time. Maybe, maybe a smaller bottle of El Vato. I actually put that in my beard sometimes. Oh, really? To, to it keeps it keeps it down. Yeah. And it's water-based, so it e- easily cleans out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And you guys, don't forget, besides Beard.com, we also have Throwbacks Barber Company. If you're going to be in the Salt Lake City area, book book your appointment today um, and, and go check it out. What else do we have? I always forget shit. Like, obviously, Lead Singer's Whiskey. My book, I have a book on Amazon. You can go check that out. Check it's called it out. Light the Fuse. It's good. Yeah, it's a f- I've gotten a lot of compliments. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just a book that I can have out there and tell us about my life, but I really enjoy it. So I was, I was, I was happy to actually put that out there.
1: The script for this uh, show you're filming is, is oh. great, too.
0: Oh, you like that? That's right. You, yeah. got, you got to read the behind-the-scenes script, um, Throwback to Comedy. We're filming that next week. Kind of excited, kind of nervous. It's going to be my first time acting, directing, writing, Doing and producing. All. Yeah. Fucking scary fucking scary but we're excited about it we're gonna have a good time next week we have a lot of cool guys we got Richard Cabral flying in we got Rob Bailey flying in we have um, we have several other people coming in to help uh, my second AD my, my you know my assistant director and all kinds of shit going on it's gonna be crazy
1: yeah Richard seems like would be pretty crazy I don't remember exactly what it was but it was a I think it was a post on your Instagram or something like that you guys were chilling out in your trailers and he did like an improv uh, character or something like that of a Uh, you know maybe some sort of gang member or something like that we
0: were talking we were making fun of Clayton at the time because Clayton says that we're always bullying him and so we were kind of giving him a threat you know
1: and I I remember watching I was like man that scared that guy could scare the hell out of me dude he's fucking scary Mm
0: -hmm. my wife said the same she goes he's scary like he's the nicest guy ever but there definitely is that side to him it's definitely a side that he's lived right that that I can't wait to have him on the podcast again. He's super fucking cool. And, and he's, he's genuine as fuck, and he's cool enough to be like, hey, man, I got the time. Let, let me go film that with you. So, Cool. exciting, Fucking A. Well, dude, you know, I have my boy Trav here, and what me and Trav like to talk about most of the time in our lives is MMA. All yes, kinds sir. of cool stuff going on in the MMA world, all kinds of crazy stuff um, from well, – well, let's just start here. First of all, before we get into the picks for tonight, for, for this weekend, which I'm going to have to get on my on – my, on my internet and actually google that one but dude what is the deal with matt hughes what happened there can you t- give me give me some and so, the listeners who don't know matt hughes is obviously a hall of famer in the, in yeah, the ufc yeah. so
1: um a while back um i want to say it was 2018 um he was hit by a train 17 Holy fall of 17 he yep. was hit by a train uh crazy crazy thing know almost a, died
0: like almost yeah, died yeah,
1: yeah battled back You know, it's one of those wipe a tear from my eye, where's my box of tissues? When you see him standing at ringside again, you know, it's like that he's doing well. But, you know, it's like one of those things that I was going to ask you about uh, um, in the news recently with um, that his wife and his brother have have uh, restraining orders against him because he's, you know, has some irrational, maybe violent behavior. And I was wondering, you know, you talk so much about uh, traumatic brain injury. Yeah. You know. Obviously, from fighting alone, that could cause it. But then, uh, you know, the KO punch from, say, a train. Yeah. You know, well, that's, ma-
0: that's crazy. Because when you sent me that this morning, I was looking. I was like, holy shit. And I didn't even have to read the article. I didn't even have time to read the article. I saw it. I read the, the headline. And you said, TBI, question mark. And I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah. It's got to be. It's it's a craziest thing. Is like, so I guess what's happening is he's threatening. And he's, he's being very violent, uh, I guess, attitude towards his brother and his wife. Yeah. And so they got a restraining order against him. That's insane. Him and his wife have probably been married for more than 20 years. For a long time. Long time. And he now, late mm-hmm. in his life, all of a sudden he's got a restraining order. There's definitely some screws loose there. And, and, and I don't think it's t- – I mean, he has a long, long history of a great reputation. Yeah. Outside – in the ring and outside the ring. Yeah. And so for this to all of a sudden pop out as how late in his age, it has to be a testament to what the TBI is. Has done mm-hmm. a TBI can get to the point where you do lose kind of. So think of it like this: um, You've seen the movie Concussion, yes? Have you heard of CTE? Right? This is mm-hmm. CTE is what they call it for for, for the, all the head head. It's the same exact fucking thing, dude. Yeah. The long duration of freaking head injuries. Well, now now you're taking he's a fighter for 20, probably 20 years, probably 15, 20 years. Then, then you got to add on something as significant as a train. Hitting him, which how the fuck does that even happen in in any way, shape, or form? Not because
1: it's damaged by itself.
0: Yeah, that and, it's, yeah. and he almost died. So that I imagine if they go in and do a, do a CAT scan of his head, the traumatic brain injury would be very extensive, and I would I wouldn't even doubt that you can find early signs of CTE with him. And when CTE happens, people that don't know, they say the CTE is essentially the brain is fighting itself, and, and it kind of kind of the cements over, if you will. Oh wow, yeah, and so that these guys become suicidal they become deranged they become just crazy yeah because they're they're essentially their brain i mean they're not even themselves anymore man the brain is already taken over and and hardened in areas because of these um it's like a protein buildup of of whatnot and and it just kind of destroys the brain so the person you knew is not no is no longer that person anymore so i imagine i imagine that's what's gonna what's gonna be the case for 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 matt hughes here
1: yeah absolutely it's uh it's a it's a sad story, I, you know. I hope he you know gets through it and finds uh, finds the right path, whether that
0: be you know with some therapy, some kind of peace with this, right? Like, here's the crazy thing with, with post traumatic, uh, excuse me, with TBI. There's all kinds of studies and therapies right now. They have these electro therapies. They have these oxygen therapies where they're introducing mad amounts of oxygen to the brain to help it freaking because uh, like a lot of oxygen will help it yeah. start start healing the process. But not even that. What I did recently was uh, the stem cell treatment. Yeah. And that stem cell treatment is just, is directly targeting TBIs because what they're doing is they're putting um, the stem cell treatment directly into your IV and hopefully it goes straight to your brain and it starts fixing all the areas that have issues. And so, man, if... if if anyone has a connection with him, I would love for them to kind of offer that option for him, or tell him like, try it. Like anything you yeah. can do to try and slow down that the brain damage effects, or any of the effects of TBI. Is that one where they pull your fats and spin it and put yep. it back in? Yeah, it's exactly. Right. Yeah. So they, they pull, my, they pull the fat, and they do multiple different ways. You can go to to a stem cell treatment in another country, and they just give you stem cells from umbilical cords. Yeah, and that's it's the same exact concept. I did the one where they took the fat from my body, and I wish they took a lot more. I've talked <laughs> – like, I wish yeah. they took a fucking shit ton. But they took a Coke can yeah. worth on, on a process that's very similar to like a uh, – uh, what's it called? Liposuction, mm-hmm. but a more delicate version so it doesn't damage the tissue or it doesn't damage the cells. Yeah. And uh, then they do some kind of spinning process where they're pulling out as many freaking stem cells as they can from that. And whatever they generated from that, the stem cell treatment, that's where they're able to inject it directly into the issue area. And for me, what they did was that, as well as intravenous. So, right. in the vein. The
1: years, years past. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Dan White had the Meniere's disease, to where he had uh, uh, equilibrium issues and stuff like that that he always talked about. Really, that's that's how they he got rid of that was he did stem cell treatment, stem cell treatment, and they
0: did the IV. Yeah,
1: people don't, don't realize know, they, it. Did, they did injections into his
0: uh, directly into him. Yeah. yeah. Here's the crazy thing. So it works better if you have if you have low, uh, man, inflammation. So I'm am supposed to be on a very low inflammation diet, right? Mm-hmm. But not even that. You know what Boone Cutler did? Boone, if you don't know, who, you probably don't know who Boone is. Boone is a very big, uh, a prominent veteran in the in the space of of influencing veterans to 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 better veterans. But he he focuses a lot in the space of um, THC, CBD, and now some stem, stem cell treatments. He's a big advocate and also he yeah. speaks. He speaks all over the world to freaking very high-level people about um, other options, alternative medicines besides what the VA does and throw a bunch of freaking pills on your throat. Absolutely. And, and so he talks about this, and he was actually – and just shout out to Boone, man. you Fucking love you, brother. But Boone was actually – his heart was, was – was, it, was, it was dying, essentially. And he, his cardiologist pretty much wrote him off and said, hey, you're on the heart transplant list. There's no fixing this. You're, you're no, going, no going back. Yeah. So he was on essentially his deathbed. His family's watching him as he there's no answer besides who's going to donate a fucking heart to this guy. And a company calls him and and however that ever happened, he goes and does stem cell treatment. Really. Wow. He does a stem cell treatment that goes directly into your heart. There's no fucking around here. They're going straight for the source. And they did that. And and when they did this, he also did a hyperbaric chamber, which is supposed to help with with, with oh, blood oxygenating yeah, oxygen, and, and like red blood cells and so mm-hmm. He's gonna be healing a lot faster and better. Goes does that before goes into stem cell treatment. Comes out and does it more, so it heals faster, and as well as on a high high concentration of CBD, which is known for uh, to knock out inflammation. Yeah. So this motherfucker is like fucking stem cell treatment times ten right now, wow. and he's fucking his heart is almost back to a hundred percent. He's got said he said he's got gray hairs that are turning back blonde. Bro, it's like the reverse fucking medicine. And that's me. It's the fountain of youth of the future in fucking... That's why we all lived over 100. Dude, yeah. d- definitely, definitely every fighter should be doing this when they retire. I would say do it anyways and then another one when you retire. I would, I'm i actually trying to start fucking collecting the tab for each one of my kids because everyone in my family is going to do it as well. Why wouldn't you fucking do that, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and just imagine. Imagine they did the same thing. If you do the same process they did with Boone, what they did with me, but obviously boone i think had it right i think the way the process he did was all about just healing 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 you do this with with a guy like matt hughes who already is showing signs of, of pretty much he's lost himself a little bit yeah fuck you might have a complete turnaround even uh dana white he, re- he uh, recommended
1: freddie roach try it for what he's got going on
0: dude that would be incredible actually because it has saved people from parkinson's it has stopped people from it has fixed parkinson's and that, dude it's crazy I don't – and, you know, I, you know, I was kind of digging deeper and like, why the fuck don't United States of America allow this? Supposedly, the one thing that stops them from that is the way they separate the – way they separate the fucking – the stem cells. Hmm. Because it's an individualist separation of some sort that's just for some reason – It's your own stuff, though. What the fuck, bro? What yeah. the fuck? I don't get it. Dude, imagine – you know how many – you know how many, you know many umbilical um, cords are freaking thrown in the trash – Dude, Google how many how many births are there a day, and then fucking and that's how many umbilical cords yeah. are almost all thrown out.
1: And that's like another level of stem cells. It's a whole different level. Yeah, the, what, that's
0: uh, the, that's rejuvenating fucking times ten. The Mel Gibson episode
1: on Joe Rogan, he talks about that with his dad, and it's
0: amazing. Dude, we're throwing away thousands and probably thirty thousand. I think it's thirty thousand births a fucking day or some something like that around the world. That's maybe that that might be an extreme number, but a shit ton. That's all getting thrown out. Imagine that times three hundred sixty-five days. How much stem cells we have to it, at our disposal? We're not using. That is probably something that human humankind should be doing. Like right, an oil change every five years. Go get your stem cell treatment done real quick. You know what I mean? It's your it's your annual fucking physical. It's like getting your uh, your bee pollen uh, Bro, injection or whatever they why do. Why the fuck not? Yeah, like fix all the post Dude, this shit is fixing cancers. This shit is fixing Parkinson's. This shit is fixing TBIs. It's fixing heart disease. It's what the fuck are we? Are we too stupid to not fucking try something like that? Like my wife is scared of it, and I get it, right? Like she's like, "What are you doing these crazy things?" I'm like I don't give a fuck if it could, if it's, if that is what fixes my heart. Actually, well, fucking a it was worth it, you know? Absolutely. I don't know things like this, man. I always think about for fighters with TBIs and, 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 and issues like CT and, and football players. Right, and then uh, other welterweight news: GSP retired. Dude, uh, it, it it that is the hardest one to hear. Well, it's it, it's kind of it's both. One. He retires on a win. Didn't he win his last fight? Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome cuz I hate seeing fucking icons walk away in a loss. For me, it, I feel bad for them. For them, it probably feels shitty for them as well. But for him, he wasn't getting the opportunity he wanted, right? He wanted to fight uh, he wanted to fight for the belt. Yep. And for some reason it wasn't getting put together. And and then after he posted that, after he fucking said he's going to retire, fucking Moneganov, what's his name? Uh, Habib, uh, Habib. Habib. Habib, Habib Mer- said he'll Mer- fight Merga him. Madoff, yeah. He said I'll fight him. I'll fight him. I'm like why the fuck? Did, what is it not make money for Dana? What happened?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, why would the ball get dropped on that? Woodley, uh, Khabib, and then uh, even Ben Askren. Those all three would be great fights for him.
0: Fucking huge fights for him. And I don't think he. I think I don't know if he'd win any of those fights. <laughs> to be I, honest, yeah. not yeah. at his age. He might not. Yeah. At his age and how how skilled all three of them. I think the scariest fight for him is fucking Tyrone Woodley. I think that's the scariest fight for him, but I think Khabib, Khabib is a, a tough dude. It'll just give him hell. It'll be hell for him to try and fucking work through Khabib. But he's so smart of a fighter, he probably could have fucking handled him. Could be. You yeah. know what I mean? He's such a smart fighter. He, he doesn't he doesn't just show up with one Might single be fucking... be the most
1: exciting thing in the world. Oh, it'd be yeah. the
0: boringest fucking fighter. It'd be a like Damien Maya fight. Fuck, that guy's boring. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, dude, so I, I
1: don't know. How do you feel about it? Um, you know, it's good. It's, uh, he's gone out on top, you know, beat Michael Bisbee and got his second belt. So he's a yeah double champ per se, you know, gets his, uh, okay. gets Is his he already stuff. in the hall of fame? Uh, no, no. Are yet. they holding
0: off on that yeah. and waiting for
1: him to really retire? I don't retire? know what their guidelines <laughs> are with that. Cause, uh, yeah, it's, I don't
0: know. Has it's anyone it's, retired and came back and fought? BJ Penn. Did he get it? Did he become a hall of famer yeah. and then came back? Yeah. It's <laughs> hard to watch BJ Penn. And yeah. I love BJ Penn. It's hard watching him fight. Yeah, that's a tough one. He just needs to call it quits. It's hard for fighters, man. It's, it's like anyone else who who has a skill set that is like fucking. That is their professional. That's their that's their professional skill set. How do you walk away from your own one skill set when you're sitting there watching daily other guys where you feel like, man, I could probably still compete. It's, got, prob- it's probably very relatable to transition out of military. It's hundred percent. Every time I've talked to a fighter, but not even that. Also, professional athletes like uh, Eric Coleman. That's what I'm going to have him yeah. on the show talk about. We had a conversation that blew my mind. He's like. I hear you talk about transition for the veterans. He goes, no, I don't want, no offense, man. He goes, but it's the same exact transition problems we have. And I was like, fuck, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. You're a professional. It's your skill set for so many years getting paid doing what you do. In the and, limelight. Yeah, in the, yeah, way, in the limelight. And, you know, getting all the attention, all, all the fuck. Fr- and then it goes away. And then you're fucking, your chopped liver to everyone. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Like veterans, like, you're the most important motherfucker when you're going to war. When you get out, like you're chopped liver, dude.
1: Not to say that you know chopped liver, but it's just to normal cause. Well that's what well, yeah. it
0: feels like. It's out of sight, out of mind, yeah. right? It's like, oh, you're not you're you're not you're not playing anymore? Oh, okay. Well let's look at the guys who are playing, right? And the same in the military is like, oh, you're not actively serving right now? Okay, cool, but those guys are still serving overseas, like, motherfucker, so did I. You know what I mean? So it's the same kind of it's that FOMO that fear of missing out.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Eat you the fuck alive. Dude, was, dude, Sean O'Connell interview. That was the coolest thing. We know each other, but we don't know each other. And during that interview, he goes, man, we have a lot in common. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Like, I get it. Two like,
1: different worlds, but yet, yeah.
0: Similar experiences, man. And and, and and it's cool. Did you see that he signed, w- that, that PFL signed with, with ESPN? ESPN. What a fucking awesome trip, dude! And yeah. you know what? He, you see his social media. He's yeah, like, he's, feel, about coming back. I'm no. a little jealous about these guys. Maybe I should, maybe I should come back. Like, yeah. I, I want to text him. Like, Motherfucker, you better not. We just yeah. had this conversation. Yeah.
1: stay, stay retired. Enjoy, he, uh, enjoy sitting on the sidelines with he, the. He's in a great announcer. Boss Root and all those guys. By so.
0: far, to me, he's one of the top announcers out there. He's not giving the credit for it though, and he's also been fighting, so it's different. But yeah. that guy, I love, I love his, his. Boss Shruton's another guy that's big on the the fuck. stem cell stuff. Oh, he had to. His arm was dead. Yeah, his arm was gone. Did you hear about that? Yeah, it's just crazy. all the, all the years. It's pretty much muscle atrophy and yep, yeah, muscle atrophy and everything from brachial plexus nerve damage, similar to what I had in the military. Oh wow, but his was permanent from fucking years and years of just being beat the fuck in. It's a it's a brachial plexus tie-in somewhere in the back area that gets fucked up, and that would leads to that whole arm atrophying wow. Atrophying. and that's what happened to me. Weirdest thing they called it rucksack palsy. My rucksack. Pretty much severed it, right? But in fighting, he's just hitting it, hitting it, hitting, it, hitting it. Yeah. And it fucking ends up fucking atrophying so so far away. And I, and I believe that's one of the things that saved his arm, isn't it? I think his arm is better, not not a hundred percent. But they've I
1: th- they're, they've uh, but muscle atrophy is definitely taking the size down. But yeah, he's uh, you know, I was I see uh, social media stuff of him curling. Yeah. He's got really small dumbbells, and it's yeah, it's that's what I've seen too. Yeah. He's
0: he's 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 working it out, which is, dude, I know what that feels like. I lost my arm feeling for a fucking year, and it's like. For him to do that is huge, dude. Yeah. Fucking weird. Weird, man. But either way, I'm excited for fucking Sean O'Connell to, to to be to be announcing right now in the PFL. I hope he stays out of the cage for no other reason. I love the dude. I think he's fucking awesome. And, and I think I think he's a great announcer. I think he's got a huge future for himself. Huge future. Yeah. Definitely and.
1: one of my favorites.
0: And you walk away on top, dude. Absolutely. Like the fucking best win, it dude. It's not going to be any better than that. No. Fuck no. What else is going on in the MMA world? What well, do you think about the last fights? Um... The ones that were just last weekend? Yeah. Um, well, how about this? Last weekend on Sunday, because of the transition from ESPN, I'm fucking lost, bro. I'm missing fights. I, I just don't even know when they're happening. You got to
1: reset the DVR to the was ESPN stuff. It and, was
0: Sunday at fucking, I think, 1130 the prelims started. Right. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? I never even saw the fucking main events because I, I didn't know whether I got to jump on ESPN or I got to jump on the fucking ESPN Plus on my fucking iPad.
1: Yeah, Jan... Uh, I don't know how they say that in Thiago Santos Yeah how that uh, Thiago Santos man That guy's A beast You know ko Jan Yep And uh That motherfucker's huge dude Yeah Huge Besides his uh Bo- Yeah big hammer on his chest I B. guess Did you see Who was it
0: on Twitter That said he's still sloppy
1: I don't know Someone say, on Twitter
0: said sloppy, sloppy Santos Dude I'm like Oh that's gonna be a fucking brawl Man <laughs> who was it Obviously, someone in his weight class was just talking mad yeah, shit. Yeah, so light like
1: heavyweight, and then uh, Stefan Struve
0: won, which is always good. But uh, he's cool, but he's he, he's still he's a stepping stone. And, yeah, and, and you know, yeah. I don't want to talk bad about any of these dudes because they're all fucking badasses, yeah, and I respect every fighter that steps in that ring. But Stefan Struve is kind of, I think he's on the back end of his career. Um, it's fun to watch absolutely. him fight because he's been there for so many years. He's such an interesting fighter because of his height and his lankiness to see what, what he does in a ring. He's definitely talented, but I always feel bad to watch the fucking tower get taken down, dude. <laughs> yeah, big trees fall hard. <laughs> that is a fact, dude. Yeah. Fuck Some it. of his
1: knockout where he's gone the losing end. Oh, oh my maybe. God. It
0: looks like a tree just got chopped down. But okay. this
1: weekend on UFC uh, 235 is great. Uh, it is the,
0: the hands down one of the best cards I've ever
1: seen. you uh, starting on the prelims of ESPN, Diego Sanchez versus Mickey Gall. It's kind of like <laughs> The old and the new. I don't even know how Diego's even still fighting. He's he's like one of the OG Ultimate Fighter guys. He's I, the I
0: original, still in the game. It's so weird. I I, I like him. I just don't, yeah. I feel bad when I see him fight. And sometimes he does well. I mean, he, he he's he's still like a fifty-fifty guy. He goes in and wins some, and goes in there and loses yeah. some.
1: He's almost every other every other yeah, fight. Yeah, exactly. He's like a one-on-one on one every he's time. He's on a two-fight skid currently, so you know he's got to make a couple up here and there. Um, but it should be interesting, you know. Mickey's definitely no slouch. He, he should, yeah. yeah,
0: he's good. He's good. I think. I think. I don't think Diego's going to take that one, man. I, I, I'm no. really getting. I think it's time for Diego to ra- round it up soon and walk away. Yeah, he's been in the game way too fucking long, and he's and and, and he hasn't taken the sab- Well. He takes savage beatdowns. <laughs> but I feel like he hasn't been knocked out cold very often, which is the scary yeah. one. And Guys get knocked out a lot. I wonder, I wonder
1: how he trains, if he's a, a hard spar or, a, or Dude, not. I doubt Just, it. For
0: you to be in the game this long, there's no way, bro. You know, Chuck Adele, I think, was a hard spar. Yeah. And I think that's why Chuck Dell, you know, started started having a lot of trouble with getting hit. You know what I mean? And I think it's because years and just getting fucking beatdowns, bro. He goes in there and throws down. Yeah, absolutely. For a guy to be around as long as fucking Diego Sanchez, he's got to be a light spar. It's like chopping a tree. It's like eventually that tree's going to fall. Fuck, a tree goes down. You know, Cody. Uh, what do you think about that one? Cody Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt. Yeah. He's back. Uh, Dude, have you. Should, be, should have you, be good. Have you followed him on social media? Yeah. I don't he uh, went through some fucking hardships bro like some serious I think those two losses in a row I think have humbled him humbled him a lot and I'm interested to see how he comes back mentally you know what I mean like this is one of those ones where normally I'd go straight for Cody but I'm curious to see if he's mentally got himself out of his hole cause he, he mental
1: he's, mental uh, can, you could be the best fighter in the world if you can't the, get your mental yep. game right That's if he a goes a in there problem. with any
0: kind of self doubt if he doesn't have that confidence he normally has, yeah. dude, he can fucking lose just on the fact that he mentally isn't ready to come back, and which is scary to say, you know, because he's so talented. I hope he goes in there and fucking gets his knockout because he needs his, he needs something. He needs a win. And this guy Pedro, he's fighting. He's no slouch, you know, Brazilian oh. black belt,
1: yep. uh, trains out of American top team, stuff like that. So he's uh, he's a well-rounded fighter.
0: Last fight was a win. When you go to the matchups, it's go Leg reach, he's, he's he's got two inches less. Uh, they've got one inch less on reach for, for hand reach. So it's going to be interesting. Seventeen three three, you that's a fucking solid record with a lot of experience, dude. The Misha Serkinov
1: and, uh, Johnny Walker fight's kind of interesting. I don't know if you've dude Johnny, Johnny Walker. Walker is insane. He's a, he's an interesting character for sure.
0: Dude, but you know what? It's crazy. Every time I, 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 he's goofball, right? He's a goofball on stage. Um, he comes in there with a lot of confidence. He looks super calm all the time. He's fucking huge. But, uh, I haven't even seen him enough in the ring to say anything. I think he's he he, can, he knocks everyone out I've seen so far and fucking within a minute to two minutes.
1: Yeah. He could he could uh, uh not discount Anthony Smith, but he could he could maybe talk himself into a title fight after this fight if, yep. uh, if yep. Jones wins.
0: I I agree. I think either one. Either one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking he's he's a he's a good size fighter which is always intimidating enough in the in their weight class.
1: Jeremy Stevens versus Abit, that's a good one as well. Jeremy Stevens, he uh he had a lot of trouble after um, fighting Jose Aldo. Yeah, he, but he
0: hasn't been around in a while, man. I mean, he's one of those guys that's been in the game a long time. Yeah, a lot of fucking fights. But Interesting. That, to uh, see. That Jose Aldo
1: fight loss that uh, took him through the the mental washing machine, I guess you could say, of a uh, <sighs> little down in the dumps and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he's got his mind right and everything. So we'll see how that goes. The beats no slouch.
0: No, not at all.
1: That's a really tough, tough fight. He's a tall, lanky guy for that weight class, and
0: yeah, that's gonna be a tough one for him for sure Tisha Shit.
1: Torres that's always a good one to see.
0: It's you know Tisha Torres in her personal life. Dude, she was married to to Rocky Pennington. Oh really? And I follow both of them. Yeah, okay. because you know they're good friends with with another uh, with a with a special operations guy that I know that used to own a gym and they would train there. Mm-hmm. They were married. And I'm curious to see. I haven't seen them post anything together recently, so I'm curious. They they might have broke up, and I'm that that sucks. I feel I hate when any kind of relationship breaks up, but it's interesting to be able to. These two are playing their, you know, they're playing the relationship online, and and then to see all of a sudden they're not posting. It's just super obvious. It's like I knew Holly Holmes was getting a divorce because I knew I, I noticed her social media change. Yeah. The whole the whole direction for social media changed, the emotions changed and I was like, whoa, there's something going on in life. Something,
1: something, and that's maybe because I've been yeah. on
0: social media and running social media for so many years I can tell there's a, there's a shift yeah, in the matrix. The pulse changes. Bit, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, big time. And that's the same happened with Tisha Torres. What... So just
1: totally dynamic change with Tisha Torres and everything. Yeah, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of relationships, a lot of love, a lot of between them, and all of a sudden, boom, both of them just shut that Come down. On. And now Tisha Torres on vacation. <laughs> is, is it so
1: bad that they deleted all their? Old, no, all, no. I've actually room. went
0: down and saw they're still together. So it's one of those things. Like, let's not cause a riff, but yeah. obviously they're probably taking their time out, and amicably, hopefully
1: amicably split. Maybe.
0: Yeah, and I hope there's you know I hope yeah. either they find find peace in whatever decision they make. But I, I'm always a fan of Tisha Torres. She she yeah. always comes in. Great shape Great cardio Great skills She's just She's a top She's one of the top Notch fighters in the game And anytime she fights I love watching Because she's explosive Yeah What about uh, Ben Askren and Robbie Lawler Dude I dude, here's the funny thing. As, as a social media knucklehead, I watch all the shit talking they do for Ben. They make fun of this motherfucker. So they say they call him like a college teacher or a high school teacher or some shit. What do no, they call I him? That one. Oh my god, bro! So he showed up to one of these fucking weigh-ins wearing a shirt tucked in. It was like a button-up shirt tucked into jeans and oh, then fucking flip-flops. Tucked his sh- like a dress button. Oh my god, bro! He looked like such a clown, and they make fun of. They're calling like a like a PE teacher or some shit yeah. like that, dude. A
1: PE teacher will take you to school. Oh, they, yeah, he's a PE teacher that'll
0: fuck your world up
1: yeah, um, he's a, The a, only
0: reason I think fucking he's gonna win Robbie Lawler at this time is Robbie Lawler's older. I mm-hmm. think Robbie Lawler is a great fighter, no matter what you do, whatever you say. But I think Ben is a super talented fucking fighter that I'm excited to see what he does in the UFC. Could be
1: um, longtime fan of Robbie
0: Lawler though. Yeah, uh,
1: and I don't know if you know this or not, but his former and I think he might be training with him again his boxing coach Matt Pena lives here in Salt Lake. Yes. And works up at the University of Utah, but shout out to Matt, um, longtime fan. Um, I think he's working with him doing this camp.
0: Interesting. So, you know, so, the thing is though, like his hands could be fucking crisp and everything. It's just the the how many beatdowns has Robbie Lawler been in? I mean, his fights wars, yeah. With Rory, oh my god. You know what I mean? Like this guy has been in some wars, and so I love Robbie Lawler. He's one of my favorite fighters from the way back when when he was 18 years old fighting for, for what was it the 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 um, Metal militia, whatever it was, he was wearing it, yeah. right? Like the, yeah. the same old crew, dude. So I love them then. I love them now. I just think Ben is probably gonna be too much for him, dude. I just really think. I mean, Could that be. that wrestling side of Ben.
1: You'll really see how strong <sighs> his wrestling is. That's yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting, it's, it's man. A, it's, a, it's a good. It's a fun it, matchup. It's a fl- flip them too. Like there's not uh, there's not really a clear favorite in that. It's, no, but, but Lawler can kind of throw one bomb.
0: Lawler can throw one bomb and change the game.
1: Oh yeah, crazy would that be? You know, like. <sighs> it it, you know, it would change the whole aspect of, you know, Dana White would I'm sure be chirping of like, Oh, I told you so. Well you know how it goes.
0: You know how it goes. Like everyone's sitting here like like UFC has an agenda, right? They want Ben to just do really well and take over and be a face. Right? And then they put him against Robbie Lawler who they know is great but like Robbie Lawler's been there, done that. It's not that as as exciting. So they they, they it's like they did with Sage Northcutt. They wanted Sage Northcutt to be the future of fucking. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. They wanted the, him
1: to be the next uh, the John mar- Jones. Oh, dude, there, the yeah. marketing
0: behind him was huge and everything, and then he loses one, then he loses another, and they're like, <laughs> and now he's not back. even in the UFC. Nope.
1: Yeah. yeah. Crazy dude. And Robbie Lawler and both Ben Askren have both been out over 400 days. So that's that's know, gonna be a cr- good fight.
0: Then it's gonna be yeah. pretty even. So
1: you know, there's there's not a. A clear standout, other than maybe the wrestling skills. Yep. The
0: and that's a big difference, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's something else. It's 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 going to be a fun one. Um, you know, it's Tyron Woody and Kamar Usman. I, I am. I'd, I, I'd love to see Kamar win this one, I
0: mean, dude. What is it about Tyron Woodley that I, I'm not a? I can't. I can't say I'm not a fan. It's just like.
1: I appreciate his talent in the ring, dude.
0: He's he's talented. He would he would. He, I wouldn't want to fight him in an alley. I you do know not I mean?
1: appreciate his rapping
0: career. <laughs> his music's a little iffy. A buddy of mine like likes his music. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, like everyone has a different ear. It's not my flavor. Not my flavor. It's not my thing. Somebody's telling him it's awesome. <laughs> it's not me. Hey, dude, if he's making his money, he's he's doing his hey, hustle. Yeah.
1: Whatever. But uh,
0: you can't take away from the talent of Tyron Woodley. You really can't because he he's just. He's fucking awesome. He wins his fights. He, yeah. Like, there's no denying him. His personality is always questioned. Like, people always hate on him. He's like a, a very, very different version of a Mayweather, where people hate him, people love him, and you got to see you, 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 you tune in to watch him get it knocked out, or you tune in to watch him win. I, on the other hand, on this one, I, I'm interested to see the fight. Um, if the belt changes hands, I, I wouldn't be upset. You know, I really wouldn't. Cause but, you know what I want to see? Yeah. I want to see Wonder Boy come back. Yeah, it would be nice to see a changing of the guard. Those fights were crazy, bro. The, Those fights with Tyron Woodley and, and Wonderboy, I I didn't agree with with some of the decisions. And it's, so it's it's t- tough for me to watch Tyron Woodley. I think he's a great fighter, right. but I also think fucking Wonderboy is fucking incredible.
1: It's kind of a logjam cuz say say um Ben Askren wins. Yeah. Say Woodley wins. There's a logjam there. They're boys. Yep. You know, yep. it's like you know, will they fight each other? I, you know, I haven't really read that that's much. interesting. Much into, met into that, so it's like if Usman wins, it's like I don't know if uh, Dana White has enough love for Woodley to give him an, an immediate rematch or not. Well, he, no, I mean, he, Usman
0: doesn't even have a huge marketing fucking push, right? It's he's not yeah. like someone that's ridiculously so exciting. You
1: know, so it's like maybe if that happens and Askren wins, line those two up. You know, there's it's uh, it's Dude, definitely
0: interesting. It's crazy to think how short time on Woodley is. Five nine, did, did bro. I send you that picture. You sent me that picture, and it's like you, you've got Randy Couture, which you know how tall he is. Yeah. Chuck's
1: a little taller, and then it's like I, I, I can't quite make out who the female fighter is, but he is tiny. Dude, five
0: nine, dude.
1: I think it's a stretch.
0: Uh, oh, dude, it's one of those things. He's when probably do, like five seven. When you do anything in television, or or you know, you always add add a couple inches. 5'9", <laughs> yeah. five, five nine and, yeah. and, and loafers with a heel. <laughs> He was he was also on his tippy toes. <laughs> no, but so that's a big difference here. You got you got, which is crazy. The reach is only a two inch difference in reach, but the height six foot, six foot. It's hard to fight a tall fighter. Yeah. What obviously we all know what Tyron is gonna do. He's gonna take him down. He's gonna ground and pound and beat the fuck out of him. That's what he's gonna do. He's gonna yeah. try and rush him like he does. Absolutely. And, and hopefully, fucking you know. Usman's good Usman, though. U- they've uh, <laughs> they've both fought common opponents um,
1: as far as, uh, and they're both you know they both have wins over common opponents. Um, each one is Rashad. Uh, now let's see, that's John Jones. Um, one win over a common opponent, which is Damian Maya. They both took him to a decision. Yeah.
0: Um, well, it's tough to take down, uh, take down Tyron Woodley, man. That's fucking, I was looking at his numbers right now. Tyron Woodley's like at a 0.52 takedown average. Like that's fucking, and big dude. And over here, Usman is, is 4.7. So that's, Per 15 minutes, so this guy's easy to take down, which is not yeah. good for him if he's fighting Tyrone fucking Woodley.
1: Oh, absolutely. And oh, they're, yeah. you know, they're both three, you know, in their last three fights, so yeah. that's a good thing. The advantage is Usman's been way more active. He's fought three times last year, as to where Woodley fought once. So she, there's maybe that. And Woodley's last fight was what? Uh, Darren Till. Oh man, that
0: fucking hurt me. I love t- I love I love the, Till. Yeah, Till's awesome. I love Till, man. And then it was Damien and before that, which was the, the snoozer and the It stoop. might have been Till that actually said that about fucking Sloppy whatever his name is. Fuck, I wish I knew.
1: Could be. Might have been. Could be the Yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting and it's uh, it's definitely a welterweight weekend, I guess you could say. Despite the main event uh, being John Jones
0: and Anthony Smith, fucking John. Jo- so I like Anthony Smith. I really, I think Anthony Smith is freaking yeah. incredible. I like his size. I like his skills. I like his attitude. There's a lot of things about this fight that's gonna. It could be pretty fucking tough for Jones, um, but you say that every time, and Jones still fucking shows up. Finds correct, bro. Yeah, F- he finds is, a way to get it done. He is a it's, fucking uh, smart ass fucking dude.
1: You know, it's it's probably like an eighty. 80- 85% chance that Jones wins this fight but it only takes that one one crack
0: and the thing is and, and so Jones still his record is fucking fucking uh, 23 and 1 23 and 1 technically
1: 23 and 0 or 24 and 0 because that one is
0: what is that is that the draw
1: no that's the one oh uh, that's where he uh, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head but he was doing the, the 12 to to six elbows yes. from the top and yeah
0: I love the fact that he's fighting someone the same height as him I feel like it's always been an advantage for him being so fucking tall yeah that's a uh, there's still eight inches of reach difference though why the fuck does one dude have such short arms holy shit Jones could scratch his kneecap standing straight up probably Ho- right holy shit I'm looking at the picture just right now and it's funny wow that is a trip crazy right yeah and leg reach is about the same Jones gets, has one inch but um damn I don't know. I like Smith. I like Smith. I like to see yeah, Smith take I, this one. I,
1: it's another. You know, I don't. Uh, I'm picking Smith on Jones this one as much as I like dislike Woodley. But like, uh, like
0: to be smart, I would never go with with Smith. But I'm I'm picking Smith because maybe you know. I think he might be able to pull some crazy shit hey, off. Hey, you know, like,
1: <laughs> you know, uh, and and Gano beating Cain uh, Velasquez, you know, that was a. Um, oh my god, bro, I, that was the tiebreaker for us. It fucking pissed me off. Took the fact, you know, thought I was gonna just take it, take a knee and take an L, and oh hell no.
0: I was so pissed on that one. Well, dude, that's funny you that say that. So me, me and Trav been going back and forth for lunch dates. For the past fucking year or so, uh, or more, shit, almost probably two now, um, on who's going to pick the right picks for the UFC main card, or, or even sometimes we even combine the card. Um, and, and so in saying that, me and him are going to open this up to, to a few more of you guys. You guys are interested in jumping on board and fucking betting with us. We, we just do an honors bet for, for lunch. Uh, we're we're going to try and develop something a little bit cooler than that down the road for charity. But for now, if you guys want to jump on and let us know what your picks are, we'd love to see them. Um, you know, if you, if you beat us. If you beat us, then maybe we can fucking send you something cool. Like fucking, I got some stickers in here. I got some fucking shirts and all kinds of dumb shit. Either way, sounds good. Fucking a, that's it. Right in the MMA world,
1: that's uh, that's kind of sums up the weekend.
0: That's it. I'm excited for this weekend. Uh, I'm excited to hopefully get this fucking thing out before the weekend. And uh, fucking a, man, thanks for coming out. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. You got anything you want to push, plug, or anything? No. No. All right. Take care, guys.